You're listening to Business English Pod, the Business English podcast for professionals on the move. Hello, and welcome back to Business English Pod. My name's Edwin, and I'll be your host for our final lesson on English idioms related to food. Before we get started, a quick reminder that this lesson, along with hundreds of others, is available as a free download from the BEP website. Premium members can also access a PDF transcript and online quizzes for every lesson. If you'd like to take a free trial to preview some of these extra resources, just head over to www.businessenglishpod.com. Over the past couple of weeks, we've looked at a lot of different English idioms connected to food. It should be no surprise that so many expressions are related to eating and drinking. After all, we do it three times a day or more. Food is not just a necessity. It's a big part of life and culture. When you're looking at idioms, it's important to remember that they are fixed expressions where the words don't have a literal meaning. So when you hear that someone is in a pickle, you have to understand that there's no actual pickle. It just means that someone's in a difficult situation. You have to figure it out from the context because there's not really an obvious connection between pickles and difficult situations. In the lesson, we'll rejoin a conversation between three colleagues. Jesse has been trying to convince Luke and Ben to join her in starting a business together. Today, we'll hear them talking about the possible challenges of running their own business. As you listen to the dialogue, try to answer the following questions. One, what example does Ben give of a possible difficult business situation? Two, what does Jesse say is one important benefit of running your own business? Three, according to Jesse, what is necessary for people to have a good business partnership? Okay, Jesse, I'm halfway sold on this, at least on the money side of things. I get that there's no such thing as a free lunch and, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained and all that. Still on the fence here. Just saying. But let's talk about actually running a business together. For one thing, just the amount of work involved. I kind of feel like it would be out of the frying pan into the fire, if you know what I mean. I'm glad you brought that up. Because if you guys don't have the stomach for it, I mean the sweat equity part, then it wouldn't work. Yeah, with the family, I don't know. This might just be biting off more than I can chew. I mean, it's not all sunshine and roses. What happens when we're in a pickle, like we can't hire enough staff to do the work? Or some other crisis. I'd say that's a good problem to have. Okay, but you know Julie. I can't just say to her, hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles and tell the kids dad'll be home next month. Okay, okay, it's not all about the challenges. What about the feeling of autonomy? The feeling that you can do what you want because you don't have to answer to the big cheese at someone else's company. But I have children, Jess. Yeah, and if I had a family, I'd be wanting to show them what it means to be bold, to take risks. And you're forgetting that we stand to make a lot of money. Well, that takes the cake. 
you don't even have kids and you're talking about showing them the meaning of risk? Take it with a grain of salt, Ben. No, this is good. We need to be able to have difficult conversations. Business partnerships don't work if people have to walk on eggshells around each other. Exactly. This is what I was thinking about when I talked about actually running a business together. I mean, in a nutshell, partnerships are hard. For sure. And if I wanted it easy, I'd still be working for the government. Now let's go through the dialogue again and look at the idioms featured in the conversation. We join the conversation as Luke is saying he's halfway sold on this, which means he thinks starting a business together might be a good idea. Okay, Jesse, I'm halfway sold on this, at least on the money side of things. I get that there's no such thing as a free lunch and, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained and all that. Luke is talking about the financial side of running their own business. Yes, there is risk involved, as we heard in our last lesson. But that risk brings the potential for gain. If you really want something, you have to pay for it in some way. Or, as Luke says, there is no such thing as a free lunch. This common idiom basically means that nothing is completely free, whether it's lunch or business success. We use this expression to remind people that everything costs money or time or energy. Let's practice this idiom, there's no such thing as a free lunch, with a short dialogue. Can you believe it? They've started charging money for this travel app. Well, come on. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So, Luke can see the financial reasons for doing it but there's more to it than just finances. Let's listen. Still on the fence here, just saying. But let's talk about actually running a business together. For one thing, just the amount of work involved. I kind of feel like it would be out of the frying pan into the fire, if you know what I mean. Luke is concerned about how much work it takes to start a new business. If you heard the first lesson in this series, you might remember that the three were complaining about how busy they are in their current jobs. So they wouldn't be solving that particular problem by starting a business. As Luke says, they'd be getting out of the frying pan into the fire. Imagine for a second being in a hot frying pan. You want to get out, right? So you jump out of the pan. But where do you end up? In the fire, which is just as bad, if not worse. We use this expression to talk about going from one very difficult situation directly to another one. How else can we use out of the frying pan into the fire? Let's try a few more examples. I thought things would calm down after Christmas, but it's been out of the frying pan into the fire. Going from sales to management is not easy. It's like out of the frying pan and into the fire. Now let's hear Jesse's response to Luke's concerns. I'm glad you brought that up. Because if you guys don't have the stomach for it, I mean the sweat equity part, then it wouldn't work. 
Jesse doesn't tell Luke that it won't be a lot of hard work. She's glad he acknowledged it and wants to make sure that they have the stomach for the sweat equity, which is the hard work that goes into building a new business. If you have the stomach for something, then you have the determination required to do it. But we often use this idiom in the negative form. So when we don't think we can do something, we say we don't have the stomach for it. Let's go through some more ways of using this idiom to have the stomach for something. It's been a tough year, and I don't know if I have the stomach for another big project. Please move me to a different office. I don't have the stomach for another fight with Quinn. So does Ben think he has the stomach for it? Yeah, with the family, I don't know. This might just be biting off more than I can chew. Why is Ben talking about biting and chewing? Well, have you ever taken a bite of something and then realized it's too much? And you can't possibly chew such a big piece at once. Well, that's how we talk about a situation where you try to do too much or take on too much work. We say you have bitten off more than you can chew. Let's practice this idiom to bite off more than you can chew in a short dialogue. How's the new job? You're managing the entire European operation now, right? Yeah, I am. And I tell you, I think I bit off more than I can chew. I really need more support. Ben has expressed concern for his family. What other concerns does he have? I mean, it's not all sunshine and roses. What happens when we're in a pickle, like we can't hire enough staff to do the work, or some other crisis? Sunshine and roses are nice things. But owning a business isn't all sunshine and roses. That's a way of emphasizing that there are important downsides to consider. Ben is worried about difficult situations that might come up, and he describes these difficult situations as being in a pickle. I mentioned at the start of the lesson that there's nothing about pickles that leads us logically to think about difficult situations, but that's what being in a pickle means. Let's go through some more ways of using this idiom to be in a pickle. Carl called. Sounds like he's in a pickle and needs some help finding his hotel. Maria has been a great mentor to me. Anytime I'm in a pickle, she's there to talk. Remember, the example Ben gave of a difficult situation is not having enough staff to do the work. What does Jesse think of this potential problem? I'd say that's a good problem to have. Okay, but you know Julie. I can't just say to her, hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles and tell the kids dad'll be home next month. Having too much work is a good problem from a business perspective. But from a family perspective, it's not a good problem. Having too much work would mean Ben won't see his family much. And he can't just tell his wife that's the way the cookie crumbles. Cookies break apart. Pieces or crumbs come off naturally, and you can't really eat a cookie without making crumbs. So anytime we have to accept something bad or negative, because that's just the way things happen, we can say that's the way the cookie crumbles.
How else can we use this idiom? Let's have a look at some more examples. So our proposal wasn't accepted. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. Stop complaining about not having a corner office, Daniel. You're new. That's the way the cookie crumbles. A lot of the discussion is focused on the difficult parts of running a business. Jesse wants to remind the others of the good things too. Let's listen. Okay, okay, it's not all about the challenges. What about the feeling of autonomy? The feeling that you can do what you want because you don't have to answer to the big cheese at someone else's company. Autonomy means freedom and the ability to make one's own decisions. That's a great benefit of running your own business. As Jesse says, it means you don't have to answer to or report to the big cheese. The big part of this idiom might help you guess the meaning. The big cheese is the boss or leader of a company or organization. In your own business, you could be the big cheese yourself. How about practicing some more ways of using the big cheese? Let's get this office in order, everyone. The big cheese is arriving from New York tomorrow. If they won't lower the price, then get the big cheese on the phone and say we'll find another supplier. As we can hear, the family issue is a very important one to Ben. But I have children, Jess. Yeah, and if I had a family, I'd be wanting to show them what it means to be bold, to take risks. And you're forgetting that we stand to make a lot of money. Notice that Jesse says, if she had a family. That means she doesn't have any children of her own. Let's hear what Ben thinks of her advice. Well, that takes the cake. You don't even have kids, and you're talking about showing them the meaning of risk? Ben's clearly a bit upset. If you have kids and someone without kids tells you what you should do, you'll probably understand. And how can you respond when someone says something you think is stupid, rude, or ignorant? Well, as Ben does, you can say, that takes the cake. Taking the cake used to mean winning a prize, but the expression is now used sarcastically. If something takes the cake, it's not great, it's terrible. Let's try using that takes the cake in a short dialogue. I'm sorry, but your holiday request has been denied. We're just too busy. Well, that takes the cake. I haven't had a holiday in over a year. It sounds like Ben is quite angry that Jesse is making light of his concerns. What does Luke say to try and calm him down? Take it with a grain of salt, Ben. In this context, it is Jesse's advice about showing kids what it means to be bold. And taking that advice with a grain of salt means not taking it too seriously. There are many things we have to take with a grain of salt, like criticism or people making fun of us. These things are usually considered quite negative, and taking them with a grain of salt means making them taste or feel just a bit better. How else can we use this idiom to take it with a grain of salt? Let's run through a couple more examples. I know Todd called you careless, 
but take it with a grain of salt. He's just really stressed right now. Val is a perfectionist, so take her criticisms with a grain of salt. As you can hear, Jesse certainly isn't upset that Ben is expressing some emotion. No, this is good. We need to be able to have difficult conversations. Business partnerships don't work if people have to walk on eggshells around each other. Jesse is happy that Ben is bringing up difficult subjects. She doesn't think business partners should walk on eggshells with each other. Eggshells are very delicate and easy to break. So if you have to walk on eggshells, you have to be very careful that you don't say or do anything that might cause damage or hurt someone. Let's practice this idiom to walk on eggshells with a short dialogue. Watch out. Jason's in a terrible mood again today. Really? I'm getting tired of having to walk on eggshells around him all the time. Now let's hear what Luke thinks about the idea of working together. Exactly. This is what I was thinking about when I talked about actually running a business together. I mean, in a nutshell, partnerships are hard. Luke is trying to give the others something to feel good about. The group has discussed several challenges of running a business. At this point, Luke wants to summarize what has been discussed. When we talk about something in a nutshell, we want to give our overall assessment with as few words as possible. Let's try this idiom, in a nutshell, with some more examples. I like Charlie personally, but, well, in a nutshell, he's a terrible salesman. Okay, folks, here's the situation. In a nutshell, we're losing money and we need to cut costs by 30%. To finish off the lesson, Let's hear Jesse's final words on the challenges of running your own business. For sure. And if I wanted it easy, I'd still be working for the government. Clearly, Jesse thinks that starting your own business is worth the risk. The only trouble is convincing her friends. Now let's practice some of the idioms from this lesson. In a moment, you'll hear a series of sentences. Each sentence will be followed by a beep. After the beep, you need to restate or rephrase the sentence using one of the idioms we learned today. When you listen to the sentence, think about which idea can be replaced by one of the idioms. For example, if you hear, I need to look good for my dinner with the boss this evening. You can say, I need to look good for my dinner with the big cheese this evening. After each response, we'll provide the correct answer. Ready? Let's give it a go. Sorry to ask for this, but I'm in a difficult situation and need to borrow some money. Answer. Sorry to ask for this, but I'm in a pickle and need to borrow some money.
The company isn't doing so well and everyone feels like they have to be careful. Answer. The company isn't doing so well and everyone feels like they have to walk on eggshells. Are you sure you have the determination for another long business trip? Answer. Are you sure you have the stomach for another long business trip? We don't have enough staff, and I think we have accepted too much work. Answer. We don't have enough staff, and I think we have bitten off more than we can chew. Of course your lawyer billed you for his advice. Nothing is free, you know. Answer. Of course your lawyer billed you for his advice. There's no such thing as a free lunch, you know. We've reached the end of this lesson, the final part of our three-part series on idioms related to food. For more practice, premium members can access the online quizzes and study notes for this and other episodes on the BEP website. Not a member yet? Then just head over to www.businessenglishpod.com and sign up for a free trial to preview some of the extra resources available to members. Thanks for listening, and see you again soon.